Yo, 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 welcome to another episode of T.O.D. T.O. Turn over on Downs. It's me and Javen here with you again. Uh, episode 4 this week. Uh, we're going to recap a little bit on week 8. Um, and then later in the week we may discuss a little bit of the games coming up in week 9. We were supposed to have a special guest here tonight. Um, approximately it's <laughs> it's 7.45 on a Wednesday here. Um we're supposed to have Aaron, a.k.a. the owner of Fucks Em Up, was supposed to be in the building, but he could not make it. <laughs> he could not make it tonight, so we're going to have to reschedule with him. But we're going to talk a little bit about last week's games and uh, about this trade deadline, man. Oh, that was crazy. Wasn't it a lot of, a lot of, different, a lot of different trades in the NFL? So, yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. But I'm going to let Javen talk a little bit about his past week and who he played and how his team did, man. Yeah, man, another tough one. Uh, played Austin, also known as my ball, Zach Ertz, and he put a whooping on me. It was a late, it was, it was a, this is, this is what happens whenever you try to do a podcast within your house with your family. You get your kids sticking their head out of the window talking about, I got vampire things because it's Halloween. Like, God, they, oh, by the way, happy Halloween, everybody. Happy yeah, Halloween. Happy Halloween. But yeah, I played Austin, man. He uh, he he whooped my ass. He had the two two wrecking balls at running back, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb. Mm, mm, mm. Terrible, uh, just terrible. That's all I can say right now. That's all I can say. Yeah, and dude, and like I said last week, man, I told you Nick Chubb was gonna come out here and ball, didn't I? I said ninety yards and two touchdowns. What that boy gave one hundred and one rushing yards and two touchdowns. He took the fuck off, okay? And I was thirty eight hot. I'm sitting here watching the game, like you know what? If they make it a close game, hold Nick Chubb, I can have a chance. Nah, I, uh, the chance was out the window. The chance is out the fucking window. Yeah, I was talking to Javen Monday night. Actually, him and his brother Aaron, um, a.k.a. fucks him up. We were talking about that game and exactly what was going on, and Javen could not watch it. He did not want to see I, 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 Nick I, Chubb go <laughs> off. I knew, I knew Nick Chubb was going to come out there with some vengeance, but I dang, did science. I. Whew, that, that end of that game was... Herocious. I feel bad for Joe Burrow. He needs to get a new offensive line. But um, I'm just going to talk a little bit about my game and um, how I did last week against uh, my boy Jace. Country Roads take my homes. I had Tua. He did pretty good against Detroit. Put up 29 points. So pretty good game from him. Shout out to Jalen Waddle, man. Did he not perform or what? Aaron had him in and Jalen Waddle balled out. So did Tyreek Hill, honestly, dude. No touchdowns. No touchdowns. <laughs> Yards. No, no touchdown. That's that's a definition of a true receiver right there. Getting his yards Jesus. don't even need a touchdown. Fucking yeah, it was insane. Uh, and then I had Mike Evans uh, going against Baltimore last week. You know, twelve points will take it. T Higgins. Let me tell you about this, Javen. Boy, was I shaking in my boots. I was going into Monday night. It's because you watched it. <laughs> it's yeah, you watched yeah. It. I was going into Monday night, man. Down by two points. It was 109 to 107 to Jays. I had 107. And I needed T. Higgins to get 20 yards, man. Just 20 yards. And granted, it's not a PPR league. We're not in a PPR league. So I just needed 20 yards from the man. Just two points. It's going into the fourth quarter. And this man's rocking with a nice point six, <laughs> six yards, man. I, I went to bed. I, I had to work the next day. I went to bed. I, I was hoping I'd wake up with a happy man. And boy, did I. 
I woke up, seen T. Higgins got a touchdown. He mossed homeboy, got a touchdown. I ended up getting, I think, 18 points from T. Higgins. So, or actually 10 points, I'm sorry, from T. Higgins. So I ended up getting that win, 118 to 109 against Jace. It was it was rough, man. So we're going to take that one with a grain of salt and move on, my boy. Move on. <laughs> My fantasy football is going down the drain. Oh, they even said I got a Mike Tyson lisp. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough out here, bro. It's tough. The biggest blowout of the week, though, man, last week was uh, Aaron against Denny. Uh, honestly, Denny, Denny, ha- Denny has a great team, man. I don't understand. He, he, he does. It's just – and, and you know what he told me today, man? I see him at the gym. He said – I'm glad all my players had a bye week in one week and not over the week. So, Aaron ended up getting a big blowout win against Denny last week, 118-58. to 58. Um, It was Aaron is in first place still. Denny was in third. I think Denny's still in third, yep. Actually, Denny was in second place last week, excuse me, and now he's in third. So, we had uh, Dawson, dude. Dawson is making a comeback, bro. 120 to 112 beating Finding Finding Debo, aka my boy T. Ended up losing to, to Dawson last week, man. Dawson's making a big comeback. And honestly, dude, I looked at this thing, dude. It said Dawson only has two moves in the league, man. You know who has the most? Levi. Levi. Meet the Jeffersons. This man has 50 moves in the league, man. I ain't seen that in a season. And this man got 50. Fucking moves! It is ridiculous. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. This man had the audacity, man, earlier to text me on Messenger saying, "Oh, I see. Uh, you need a tight end. Possibly Mark Andrews is going to be." Out. I said, "He got a Monday night game. We're just going to let him rest up." Then he had the audacity to text me talking about, "Oh, I see Mike Evans is out. You want to trade him?" What? I, dude, I'm not going to trade you. None of my players just because they're a little injured. I'm not going to stack your team just to get away with one week, man. I just have to take that L if I had to, bro. He should have stuck with the team he drafted. That man had a team mm-hmm. in the first week. Mm-hmm. He scored 154 points. Yep. And then the next day, he hit the waiver wire. Who does that? Who who has the audacity, the scrotum, the balls to score 154 points and hit the waiver wire? <laughs> Why? What in God's name? Levi, you're one of a kind. You're one of a I fucking tell you, kind. man. Good Lord. Well, Rob took care of him last week for us. Ended up beating Levi 135 to 81. We needed that one, boy. And let's see who popped off for our boy Rob. Christian McCaffrey, man. Can we talk about him? No, that man just did the unthinkable, man. Scoring three different ways receiving, rushing, and throwing a touchdown. This man is a jack of all trades, bro. Destroying my defense. Which was the last resort defense. Now, I didn't choose to pick the Rams. The Rams chose me. All right? I didn't want to go with Green Bay. And guess what? Green Bay got more points than the fucking Rams. (laughs) I'm so over this season, bro. I'm ready to just put it in my grubby paws and strangle it. (laughs) I'm done with this motherfucker. Yeah, Chris McCaffrey put up 32 points last week, man, against the Rams. Ended up winning 31-14 against the Rams. Dude, Sam Fran is looking dangerous. If they had without Debo, without Debo oh. and Trey Lance, honestly, I mean Trey Lance, yeah. I I feel like 
Trey Lance would have been a great quarterback for them, dude. He would have changed up the game for them, but now they got their saving grace, Jimmy G, back in the building. So, honestly, if Trey Lance would have stayed healthy, who knows how the, the 49ers would be right now, bro. I feel like with Trey Lance getting injured, the 49ers got a chance to just get this season and skip the growing period of Trey Lance. Because, you know, whenever you're a new quarterback in the NFL, it's not like college. So, especially with the homework, you got to – Read film. You got to read defense. It's not like college. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Trey Lance would have had some, some rough patches here and there. And don't tell them where they would have been at. But they don't have Trey Lance. They have Jimmy G, which they were did not want in the beginning. But guess what? Now you want the motherfucker, don't you? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So they needed to do a little something, something. So Trey Lance went down. Debo went down. They said, well, all right, we're going to bring in Christian McCaffrey. And he's the first player to do the triple uh, crown passing, rushing, and receiving since 2005, bro. Fuck him. 2005. I like, I like that boy, Christian McCaffrey, man. He's a solid dude. I like him. I just don't like whenever he tortures my defense. Of course. I mean, who does? <laughs> so we're going to talk a little bit about the matchups this week in our league. I'm firsting my boy T. Finding Debo. He's currently sitting in fifth place. I believe he is tied. Yes, we have a one, two, three, four, five, six, six way tie for fourth place. Of course, the points are going to, you know, prop you higher than the person behind you. But yeah, four way tie. Um, I'm sorry, it's five way tie for uh, fourth place. So I'm playing Tyler this week, and it's going to be a rough one, man. I got a few people that are banged up. T, um, uh, Jonathan Taylor, Mark Andrews, and Mike Evans are a little banged up, but I'm going to have to rock with them, man. So, who you got this week, my boy? Man, I'm playing Country Roads, Take Mahomes, Jace, a.k.a. Jace Smooth, and I'm hoping I whip his fucking ass. I whispered it in his ear right there. You heard that? Nah. I'm telling you, man, I, I need this dub. I need this freaking dub. It's, it's crucial. He actually tried to trade me for Cooper Cup, and in my head I'm thinking, Bubba, I'm playing you. There's no fucking way that's happening. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't going to happen anyway, but it's especially going to happen if I play you. Uh-huh. I, Cooper Cup, we're going to die together. Bad boys for life, man. I'm telling you. He's going to be on my team next goddamn year. I'm going to tell I tell you, dude. And Jace, I know he's sitting in last place, but he put up a fight last week. Don't, don't sleep on him. Don't sleep on him. You know who he got on his team that balled out last week? That boy, A.J. Brown. Great addition to the Eagles, man. Hey, three touchdowns. Did you see? I know I texted you that one time. He caught that touchdown. started pointing at them boys. That's ridiculous, man. Disrespectful. A.J. Brown, don't ever point at me like that. <laughs> I promise you. Because we both getting kicked out of that motherfucker. We going to roll around the grass. <laughs> We're going we to have to settle that right outside the stadium. That's for sure. Gosh dang. Well, yeah. A.J. Brown definitely did uh, a workload for Jace last week. Maybe he can continue that this week. I don't know. It's it's hard to say. I'm sorry, Jace. I'm not trying to roast you or anything. It's just sad whenever you got A.J. Brown scoring 30-something points and still don't win. I'm sure that really pissed you the fuck off because I know it would have pissed me the fuck off. And I've, I've gone through it before, and it pissed me the fuck off. So I'm sorry, Jace. I apologize. I'm going to tell you what he did wrong, Javen. He, he had that boy, Kyle Pitts, on the bench. Okay. Can we get on that, please? Cause, okay. <laughs> Listen, I don't, I, I, I've given up on Kyle Pitts because he doesn't get the targets. But, in all honesty, if I have Jawan Johnson and Kyle Pitts, <laughs> Jawan Johnson better hope Kyle's on a bye. That's the only way he's going to see my starting lineup. I promise you. I don't give a f- 
I don't give a damn how many targets Kyle Pitts gets. I'm putting him in with Jawan Johnson. Who the fuck is Jawan? Never heard of Jawan? Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Listen, dude. Kyle Pitts had nine targets against Carolina last week. And boy, was that a game. And I'm a big Atlanta Falcons fan, in case y'all didn't know already. We went to overtime. And Carolina had two chances, not only one, but two chances to kick a game-winning field goal. How the hell the catch, though, by DJ Moore? Hell of a fucking catch. Oh, yeah. And then, yes. But you know what screwed him? He took his helmet off and threw it to the ground. That made Eddie Pinheiro kick up God knows how long. Uh, <laughs> Eddie Pinheiro need to be working at Panera. I'm t- <laughs> That's like, nah, bro. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> Yeah, you, you missed two game-winning field goals, boy. You on the chop block. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, Kyle Pitts last week, man, nine targets. Uh, he had, let me see, four, five catches, excuse me, five catches for 80 yards and a touchdown. Put up 14 points. If he would have had him over Jawan Johnson, Jawan. he would have beat me for sure. But also, another person that I had on my bench, Javen, last week, Deontay Foreman. I tell you what, y'all. If you're in a Yahoo League, whatever league, ESPN Fantasy League, if De- Deontay John or Foreman is still out there on the waiver wire, you need to go get him now ASAP. Because Chubba Hubba, of course, he's gonna split time with Chubba, but Deontay Foreman is toting that rock. That man put up 31 points, and I had him on the bench last week. I thought he was only gonna put up like six points. I think I told in the last podcast. He was projecting nine. I said, oh, he's only going to put up uh, six or seven points. This man put up 31, 26 rushing attempts. Who do you know get 26? Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb. Uh, yeah. 118, 118 rushing yards, three touchdowns, and a two-point conversion. That man balled out for me last week, man. And I tell you what, he's going to be in my starting lineup this week, my boy. Uh, I don't blame you. It was a hell of a fucking game. I ain't going to lie. I sat there at home. I was like, damn. Miles Sanders. Or Foreman. I guess Foreman took the fucking cake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's crazy, dude. Uh, I, if you didn't watch last week's football, you missed a fucking show. Because there's a lot to talk about, man. And just in the past week, this week, a lot to talk about. We can't catch it all in one episode. But just know, football, NFL football is making some moves, bub. Making uh-huh. some moves. This is the most interesting NFL fantasy year that's been in a while honestly i was telling denny earlier to this um today at the gym i said dude this year's fantasy league has been the most competitive it's been in a while dude like everybody's locked in and trying to make something shake i mean jace is doing god bless him he's doing everything he could do to stay alive and he did great last week i just happened to survive with a t higgins touchdown it's just, I love it, man. It, it makes things more interesting. If you're in a league and a lot of people ain't really, you know, they're wishy-washy and they don't really pay attention and you're just winning because they forget to look at their team last minute or whatever, I feel bad for you because if you're in a competitive league, man, and you got money on the line and, and, and if you come in last place and you got you got consequences to do for last place and you're not in a competitive league, man, I feel bad for you because them competitive leagues, man, you, it gets your blood pumping. The adrenaline start kicking in. Tell them what the fuck we got to do if we fucking come in the last? You ain't tell them? No, I ain't tell them. Oh, tell God. Them. Okay, so they decided we, we had our draft at, at B-Dubs, we call, but it's Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, and these motherfuckers decided to give us a little pamphlet for our fantasy league. They're like, oh, well, you know, just in case you want to check it out. And the loser apparently has to eat some fucking hot-ass wings that you got to sign a waiver for. And <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know, I mean, 
if you know, you know, and if you don't, you don't know, Jace. You fucking know, because it's your fucking fault. But I've had to eat some goddamn hot shit. Well, I didn't have to, so I guess it's my fault. But anyway, 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 I had to eat some hot-ass shit. I mean, some hot-ass shit. I mean, some hot-ass shit. So hot that I was tearing up, sweating, ran to the bathroom and stuck my tongue under the fucking sink, all right? A public sink. <laughs> it was bad. So... I ain't coming last, bitch. <laughs> I can't uh, do it. Uh, uh, I cannot do it. Yeah. Fuck that. Nah, I, I, dude. Last time I ate something hot, I told you and Aaron I was stuck on that toilet for about four <laughs> hours. I fell asleep on that toilet, boy. It, it had my stomach rolling. I cannot do hot stuff. You best believe I ain't coming in last. I'm doing everything I can do not I to come in last. That's just even worse. Like God, it's burning. It's- Oh, God. We ain't gonna get into that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a bit TMI, but yeah, y'all get the point. It, it's some hot stuff. And I told Jace, I said, you know what? I'm gonna make you do it without drinking nothing. You're gonna do it without drinking nothing. He said, I actually said, we gotta make it more, gotta have more consequences for coming in last. Because, I mean, six wings, I mean, yeah, it's, it's tough. But I came up with an idea at B Dubs when we were doing the draft. I was like, what if everybody puts something down on a little piece of paper, puts it in a hat, and we draw, and make the person who comes in last draw from the hat, or whatever, envelope, whatever, and whatever they draw, they have to do. So, I said that, Jason's like, no, 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 you can't make stuff up now. I was like, Jason, I came up with that. But anyways, I, we're just going to do the hot wings. I said, well, double it up. Do 12. Do 12 of them hot wings, man. Yeah. Uh-uh. Anyways, back on track. We're we're going into week nine, y'all. Like I said, I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing finding Debo, my boy Tyler. You got Dawson, two girlies, one cup. Playing Aaron, fucks him up. Shout out to Dawson. I hope he beats Aaron to death. He's in ninth place right now. Aaron's in first. Aaron's got a phenomenal team. Once we once we get Aaron in on the podcast, I'll let him talk a little bit more about his team. Uh, like I said, I'm I'm telling. If you know, you know. And I'm gonna keep saying that that man will be late to his own funeral. You can't, you can't trust anything he say. If he say he'll be there in thirty, he'll be there in two hours. Okay, and if he shows up at all, which is the case today. Exactly. And I talked to him. I think it was Monday. And granted, it is a Wednesday. It was either Monday or yesterday. I talked to him. I was on on my way home from work, man. I said, <clears throat> Yo, I'm gonna get with Jay, and we're gonna do this podcast uh, either Wednesday or Thursday. He said, all right, well, I got to work Thursday, but I'll be there if you do it Wednesday. So I said, all right, we'll do it tomorrow then, or Wednesday. He said, all right, I'll be there. I called this man, nothing. Called him again, nothing. So I let it alone. On my way over here, Javen, to do this podcast with you, my boy, because I'm dedicated. I called him. He answered. He's like, oh, I'm just going to be chilling at the crib, man. Sounds about right. Yeah. That nigga, sorry, <laughs> bitch. So, if y'all know Aaron, which some who listen to this podcast will know Aaron, he he's he's never going to change. He's gonna, always going to be at Aaron. But anyways, long story short, I hope Dawson beats Aaron this week because of that. Then we got our boy Austin that you played last week, my boy. My ball Zach Ertz is playing Rob this week. Uh, Austin is in second place right now. Austin's got a great team too, man. Two wrecking balls, and I keep saying that because they work in tandem. It's like, it's like watching the man just stick it to you. That sounds a little gay. Take that back. Anyway, anyway, we we back in the eighties. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But still, this man literally has Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb, two of the most physical backs in the league, and Nick Chubb is number one in goddamn everything so far this season. 
as a running back. And Derrick Henry is fucking Derrick Henry. That's all I have to say. I'm not going to explain it. This man can literally bench press a bus. <laughs> I feel bad for people. If if y'all have someone in your league <clears throat> that has Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb on Kick the same team. Oh, I out. feel bad for you. I hope they're doing good. If they ain't doing good, that means every other position is shitty. So, but yeah, Austin's got got the two running back duo right there. Actually, dude, I think Nick Chubb has a bye week this week against Rob. That's gonna be tough, man. He, does. he really does. Hey, uh, just to jump off subject one more fucking time. Shout out to fucking Russell Wilson. Them high knees work, didn't they? Them high knees work. Yeah, I did not see that one coming, bro. I, I, I don't. I'm I'm bamboozled with Jacksonville. <laughs> They get you hope, and I know whoever listen, whoever's listening to this, and is a Jacksonville fan. I'm sorry, I feel for you, really, I really do. Uh huh. Yeah, I know, I know. They're gonna know where I'm coming from, though. They get your hopes up, and then they crush you. They take you up high, and then they drop you. So I know all about that. I mean, that happened with Atlanta a few years ago when we got to the Super Bowl, and of course we played the goat, Tom Brady. 28-3 to at halftime when we ended up losing. So, I know all about that. Get your hopes up and just crush your dreams. It's tough out here, man. So, I, I, I'm praying for Jacksonville. But, you know, <clears throat> a big trade with a trade deadline, man. Calvin Ridley leaving my Falcons and going to Jacksonville. Now, granted, he's not going to be able to play this year because of that betting incident he did <laughs> last season or in the off season. But he's going to be out. But next year, that's going to be a good, good target for Trevor Lawrence. What you think, man? I think Trevor Lawrence has got to get it to him. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, Jags could have won that game. Uh-huh. Just Trevor Lawrence fucked it up, uh-huh. threw a pick at the end of the game, and took away their opportunity. So, at the end of the day, I'm not going to say it's completely Trevor Lawrence's fault, because it's not. But he still is going through those learning curves, and that's something that either Jags are going to have to deal with or move on from. It's up to them, not me, because I'm not a Jaguars fan. <laughs> and the last game in our league for Week 9, we got Levi going against Denny. Levi meet the Jeffersons going against Denny, a.k.a. The Menace. Now, Denny, me and him were talking. He said he had a rough week last week, but now he's got Justin Herbert back, his QB1. He had uh, Daniel Jones in last week, and boy, was that rough. So he's got Justin Herbert coming back. He's, uh, he's got a lot of ice still in Amon St. Brown. Actually, dude, I was thinking Amon St. Brown should get a lot of targets now since TJ Hawkinson's going to Minnesota. What you feel about that's your tight end, my boy. What you feel about that, bro? I, I'm hoping it's going to work out for him. I feel like Kirk Cousins is a better quarterback than Jerry Goff, of course. Um, exactly. So I feel like maybe in the long run they'll look for you know they're going to look for Hawkinson because they traded for him. They want him on the team. So, let's see what happens, man. I, I need some touchdowns, some tutties. This is, I think this is going to be a change around for your fantasy team. Hopefully. I'm praying for you. I'm praying for somebody to, to push up there and knock Aaron off his high horse because that head getting a little big. But I love the man to death. But we need to, we need to, knock, we need to humble him down a little bit. That shit was born big. But honestly, back to TJ Hawkinson, <clears throat> I think he's going to get a lot of touch, like red zone targets, man. Yeah. So, I mean, you got Justin Jefferson, which arguably is the best fantasy receiver in the league. You got Dalvin Cook, a great running back. 
You got Adam Thielen. You can't forget about Adam Thielen. He's a great receiver. And then you got TJ Hawkinson. Now that's just going to add mule, more fuel to the fire, dude. I, I'm really liking Minnesota. The way they're looking right now, man. Minnesota's going to make a strong push towards the playoffs, man. They're going to win the NFC North regardless. I mean, I don't see anybody contending with them. The Bears is tanking it. They just traded Rokon Smith to the Ravens. Dude. I don't, I don't get it. What is Chicago doing? They, they do good. So they do good on offense. Their <laughs> offense scores a lot, and then their defense can't keep them in games. I mean, we seen it last week with Dallas. Yeah. Da- I mean, speaking of Dallas, oh, we'll we'll get to that in a little bit. We'll get to that. <laughs> but anyways, back to Chicago, man. They're tanking it. I don't know what they're doing. Props to Justin Fields. He's doing his thing up there. He's trying to make everything happen, but it's just tough up there, man. I feel bad for him. I mean, and when I say them, I mean the whole team. Because it's pretty upsetting to watch them look like this on live TV. But that game against Dallas, they did look a little better. I was thinking that's a step in the right direction. And then they go and trade for Quan Smith. (laughs) So it's like, what the hell are we doing here? We're kind of just in a rut at Chicago. And that rut's not good, if you ask me. Yeah, I, I think Minnesota is going to win that division with ease. Green Bay, they should have traded for a receiver at the deadline yesterday, and they couldn't make nothing happen. I, no, Aaron Rodgers. Ro- I'm, I'm telling you, Aaron Rodgers, he's he's probably getting high right now. He he he, <laughs> he is not liking this. He's not liking the office. I don't know what they're doing. First of all, if you have a Phenomenal quarterback, and yes, Aaron Rodgers is a phenomenal quarterback, had a great career, is still going to have a pretty decent career. If you got a quarterback like that, you got to work around him. You got to be like, okay, what you want, man? That's what it did with Tom. You know what I'm saying? If you got a great quarterback, you got to make him happy. You got to bring in people that's going to make him look better, make him make his job easier. You know what I'm saying, bro? I'll tell you right now, Romeo Dobbs, they make my job any easier with that zero points he scored. I don't even know what the fuck Aaron Rodgers is thinking. He's probably looking for LSD right now as we speak. Um, Aaron Rodgers, I might know a guy. I tell you what, I bet you Aaron Rodgers is missing Devontae Adams right now. And let's talk about that Raiders game last week. Ooh, was it sluggish, man. The Raiders lost 24 to nothing to the Saints. Kamara had a, a phenomenal game last week, dude. I just the Raiders are I don't know what they're doing over there, man. The Raiders are looking rough. Josh Jacobs is doing everything he can, but Derek Carr can't get the ball rolling. It, we're just gonna keep it short, sweet. Saints just killed him last week. Uh, that's yeah, exactly. So that's what we're looking like in our league for Week Nine. Um, honestly, man. <clears throat> Where's JT? Can I can I ask you that? Where's Jonathan Taylor? Because that man has been MIA since week one. They just traded Naheem Hines to the Bills. <laughs> and now, yeah, 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 keep looking for him because I've been looking for him for the past six, seven weeks. So Naheem Hines is going to the Bills. So you would think, you know, Jonathan Taylor about to get, you know, the field to, you know. But now he's got an ankle injury, so he's day-to-day now. So if you got Jonathan Taylor on your leagues, I feel for y'all. Um, I mean, I don't, I think their backup is Deontay Johnson or someone like Johnson is their backup running back. I know Rob had him a few weeks ago, two weeks ago, and he did pretty decent coming in and filling in for Jonathan Taylor. But if you got Jonathan Taylor, I feel for you. Really, I do. It's, it's rough. They got Sam Ellinger up there. You would think they'd hand the ball off to him some more, but – it's it's rough. And, and, of course, the commanders come in and win against the Colts. Taylor Heineke, 
coming in, filling in for Carson Wentz, I mean, you can't ask anything better than that. I think Carson Wentz could be done over there in Washington. I don't know. If you're winning with Taylor Heineke, I mean, there's honestly, there's no reason to get rid of him. But a bad loss for the Colts, 17-16 was the final score on that one, man. That's rough. So, <sighs> yeah. So I'm I'm hoping JT shows up here soon. Hopefully he stays healthy. I'll be praying for him. I need some I need some points from my boy. But let's go to this Dallas and Chicago game. If you had Tony Pollard, you had a field day last week. I'm telling you, Tony Pollard. I honestly, I mean, if you it, Zeke, yes, Zeke is a great back. He's he you know he hustles and all that stuff. But Tony Pollard, man, he he's so versatile, dude. He makes plays out of nothing. Honestly, he had. A great game last week. He was actually, I see his stat, he's the first Cowboy player with 100-plus rushing yards and three touchdowns since 2004. Was Zeke playing then? Negative. <laughs> so, honestly, keep, I say ride this way, man. Let, let Tony Pollard keep doing his thing. I mean, I think they got a bye week. Yep, they got a bye week this week. So, Dak's going to be out. Tony Pollard's going to be out. I, I had to get, I had to go out there and make some moves, man. Um. Dallas's D's out, but I'm not dropping them. They're doing great this year. So I went and picked up Cincinnati's D. They're going against Carolina this week, but hopefully we'll see. You know, we'll see how that goes, man. Uh, anything, anything you want to talk about about that game, or any players that you're looking for this week that's going to be a little pop out, a little shine for you, man? A little shine, a little shimmy, shimmy. Uh, no. Let me get back to the to the real deal. I only refer to players I want to see shine. On my team, Go ahead, let because let me hear I don't really want to support the other team. Uh-huh. I'm stingy as fuck. Um, I want to see TJ Hawkinson. I want to see him immediately come and do something. Yeah. Uh, definitely want to see that happen off the rip. Uh, it's playoff push time for us fantasy football players, and we need as many points as possible. Especially me. I'm in sixth place pretty much due to my amount of points. Um... I'm right behind you. I'm right behind you. Um, Leonard Fournette, I need to see him kind of do something this week, too. Uh, The Rams' defense has not been looking like the old Rams' defense. Trust me, I would know. I had them as my defense last week, and it was garbage. Mm -hmm. Um, That's pretty much it. I want to make sure Cooper Cup is healthy. I know he said he dodged a bullet. Um, Had a little injury in the last minute of the game last week. Very scary moment for any Cooper Cup managers or even the Rams, or maybe even Cooper Cup for that matter. Let's think about the man as a person and not just a commodity. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, i just really glad he's healthy and hoping he can come back this week. We'll see. What about you, Noah? What you looking forward to this week? You know what, man? I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked. I'm ready for Jonathan Taylor to do something. Please, for the love of God. He's going against New England. <laughs> He's going against New England this week, and New England is looking... <sighs> yes, I mean, you had Mac Jones come out and play great last week. I Honestly, I can't remember who they played, but he looked great last week. Um, was it the Jets? It was the Jets. Yes, the, the Jets that are doing phenomenal this year, and since Brees Hall went down, you know, Jets are oof, a little rough. You know what, man? I feel like this is my personal opinion. I don't know if if there's any Jets fans out there. I'm sorry, but this is my personal opinion. Zach Wilson, I don't know what he's doing up there, but when y'all had Joe Flacco in, y'all were doing 
great. He was slinging the ball. I remember I picked up Garrett Wilson, which is a great receiver for the Jets, and now they're not even really using the man. He did catch one? Okay, good. I'm glad he's getting his target share because he's a great receiver out there. Zach Wilson, I don't know if it's because he's not mature in the league yet. I don't know exactly. But Mac Jones is looking – I mean, he looked good last week, man. So, I'm hoping, you know, I'm hoping that JT can do a little something against New England. But, I mean, if if, (laughs) – If New England comes out there and plays like they did against the Jets, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good game. So hopefully Jonathan Taylor dials in and creates something. Another person I'm looking forward to doing good, man, and he hasn't let me down since I picked him up off the waivers. Deontay Foreman. <laughs> that boy is. I'm telling you. I I even told like I told everybody in the group chat last uh, Sunday or early Monday. I said Deontay Foreman's going in next week. I don't care who he plays. Of course, he's playing my defense that I had to pick up this week was Cincinnati. So, yeah. It's going to be a rough week for me. I'm only projecting 97 against Tyler's 101. I do got a lot of people that are questionable, but pray to God they play. Mark Andrews, T, uh, Mike Evans, and Jonathan Taylor. So, we'll see how that goes for me this week. I need Deontay Foreman to show up for me. If you got any, if you got anybody out there that's got Deontay Foreman, you know what I'm talking about. So, he had a great game against Atlanta last week. Let's talk about Philly, though, a little bit, man. A.J. Brown, I mean, Devontae Smith. They, the shit's scary. Dude, the shit's fucking that, scary. Yeah. It's, it's, it's dangerous to a, to a point where you're wondering how good really is this team. Being so young at the quarterback position, it's like, okay, it's a little scary. You're afraid. Like I keep saying, keep bringing up the growing pains. But still, it, it is very scary to see this team actually ball the fuck out. And A.J. Brown, man, last last week against a rough Steelers team, had 156 receiving yards and three touchdowns, man. That's phenomenal for a receiver. Jalen Hurts, he is loving it. I know he is. They're on a roll, man. And honestly, their couple next games they've got coming up, man, they, they should be steamrolling. I mean, they got Houston this Thursday, tomorrow night. At Houston, they got Washington, they got Indianapolis, they got Green Bay, and then Tennessee, the Giants. That's when they start getting to a couple tough games. But their next four or five games, they should, they should, they're honestly going to be on a roll to an undefeated season if they keep it up, man. Especially if AJ Brown keeps playing like this, man. So we'll see how he does tomorrow night against Houston. Another game I wanted to talk about, Javen, was your defense. Do you still got him, Green Bay? Yeah, Green Bay's defense. Yeah, Green Bay against Buffalo, and like you said last week, if they did win, if Buffalo did win by twenty, we're gonna go streaking. Are you living up to that? <laughs> I'm thinking about it. Think about it. Give me a minute. It's a little chilly out today. <laughs> so shout out to your running back, man. I told you I had a feeling he was gonna do a little something, some. Aaron Jones finally did a little, little shake up last week. Put up 15 points for you, man. He had. Um, 20 carries for 143 rushing yards and 14 yards receiving. Didn't get in the end zone, unfortunately, but he put up some yards, man. 143 rush, or, yeah, rushing yards, 20 attempts. So, even though you fell a little short last week, and, and Jones. <laughs> Dub. 20 points, boy, shit. No mercy. And I was up at the end of the week. Monday morning came around, I was like, looking sad, looking real sad. Real yeah, Austin had Joey or Joe Burrow, Big Brr. He had Nick Chubb, and who else did he have? Boyd. 
Tyler Boyd. I don't even know how Tyler Boyd did last week, but I know he probably did better than T. Higgins. I don't understand T. Higgins, man. I, I really I want to get rid of him. If if anybody out there has T. Higgins, you know how I feel. He he gets your hopes up and then he, and then he crushes you. Like you think he's gonna be good, especially with Jamar out, and he only puts up ten points last week. I feel like he should have had more, but you know we ain't gonna get all upset about that. So we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, another game, like I was saying, man, Jets and uh, the the Pats, man. Uh, Zach Zach Wilson had three hundred fifty five passing yards last week, which is not bad, but he only had he had two TDs but three picks, man. So I don't know. If the Jets are still thinking that he's going to be the guy, I, I don't know. I think they should put Joe Flacco in. What you think? It's them growing pains. Like I said, yeah. I keep saying it, dude. Mm-hmm. With these young quarterbacks, you either got to A, let them learn through it, or B, go back to the other option. Yeah. Which the Jets, I'm sure they're not in any hurry because they haven't been relevant in years. So they can wait. <laughs> yeah. Especially wait on Brees Hall. I mean. Yeah, yeah, Brees Hall, man, he he is doing he was doing his thing, man, and it sucks to see him go down the way he did. But you know they still got Michael Carter and they still got uh, James Robinson, so we'll see how they do. But we're gonna take a little break real quick, and then we'll be right back with y'all. And we'll talk a little bit about the past games and how they did. All right, we're back. So another game that was pretty much a one-sided game, but you know. Houston Houston hung in there. Uh, Tennessee against Houston. We were saying, of course, King Henry, Derrick Henry, the running back of all running backs, had 32 rushing attempts last week, man. 219 rushing yards and two touchdowns. I've seen another stat. He's the first person to do to have two touchdowns against the same team consecutively since I think it was Eddie George or someone like that. It was it was a crazy stat. So, shout out to King Henry, man. There ain't no slowing that man down, honestly. I mean, he had an injury last year, but he, he's back better than ever. So, uh, Tennessee's having a uh, – uh, I mean, honestly, the AFC South can go any, any way right now. Tennessee, I think, is leading that division, but – Jacksonville might sneak up. You never know. The Colts are looking a little rough. I mean, Houston is looking rough. But, honestly, I think that division could go anyway. Let's talk about uh, this Miami-Detroit game. Now, I did have Tua in last week, and he did great for me. I was shaking in my boots early Sunday in the early slates when I seen it was going into, I think it was second quarter, midway second quarter, and I was like, why is Tua not doing anything? If you got Tua and he's he's back healthier than ever, hopefully he's doing his thing over there in Miami. So let's see. Let's just hope he keeps on riding that horse. Let me do a little stat for you, Javen. You know who the top five receiving yards leaders are? Number one, it's Tyreek Hill, man, with 961 receiving yards. Two, Stephon Diggs, 764. Justin Jefferson right behind Stephon Diggs with 752. Fourth, Jalen Waddle. So, Miami is slinging that thing. Miami's got two of the top five receiving yard leaders in Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. I don't know how you stop them them two duos down there in Miami, but it's going to be rough. They did just trade. i seen they traded for Bradley Chubb on defense, man. That's a big pickup right there. Big pickup. Yeah. because after that game, you can kind of tell that the Miami defense isn't terrible, but they just needed a little help, especially getting to the quarterback. Uh it's going to help them out way, way, way further in the long run. Uh, Chubb is a threat. 
big man, physical man. Mm-hmm. Don't get in that man's way. Yeah. That was a great addition for Miami. The Miami, they know they got something special down there this year, and they're trying to make a big push for them. And right now in Florida, it is raining, so if you hear a little bit of raindrops, that's what it is. We may have to cut the podcast a little short. But we're going to talk a little bit about who we think is going to be a standout in tomorrow night's game, man. Who is there anybody you're looking for in that in that Thursday night game between um, <laughs> between the Eagles and Texans? I want to see them thrash Houston. Really, if, if you want to pick somebody to stand out, pick anybody on the Phillies. Anybody on the Phillies offense? All right, you hear me? Jalen Hurts. I'm hoping shreds Houston. Might not. You know how that shit goes. It's the, it's the NFL, but Jalen Hurts hopefully have a good game. You know, like you said last week, who you think or who you want to show out, Devontae Smith, man. Where's he at? You know what I'm saying? So hopefully Devontae Smith comes out against Houston tomorrow night and does something. Miles Sanders, another great running back for for Philly, man. I mean, he, he opens up the field more. You got Jalen Hurts who can honestly run the ball if he needs to. With Miles Sanders back there, that's another great running back. And then you can dish it out to da- Dallas Goddard, A.J. Brown, or Devontae. I mean, it's just – the dude, Philly is looking lethal this year, man. I really don't see anybody in these next few or five, four or five games, these couple few games they got coming up, beating them. But you never know. Upsets happen, man. And, you know, it's in Houston. I know Houston's looking rough, real rough. Like Tyler said, their defense is lackluster. is not there, but – they got Damian Pierce and maybe Robert, you know, Robert Woods did something this game. What you or not Robert Woods, I'm sorry. Brandon Cooks does something this game. So, what you think? All bets are on Philly. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can't convince me to to think. Give me your score prediction then. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I'm being modest. 35 to 14. Okay. Okay. I can see that. I can see that. That's a good prediction, man. Let me get a. Let me get yeah. See what the over under is. Let me get Philly thirty two. That was a weird score. Philly thirty two and Houston seventeen. Thirty two seventeen. Damian Pierce gets in the end zone this game. Brandon Cooks finally gets one, and then they kick a field goal. Honestly, that's what I'm gonna go. The over under 45 and a half, and the spread is 13 and a half. Of course, we know where that's heading. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what it is. I like, I like the spread on that one, JV. So, if you got anybody for Philly, this is the week to put them in because they're going to ball out. I know Tyler. I'm going against Tyler, and he's got Jalen Hurts. And, ooh, I just pray Houston dials in a little bit and contains that, man. But I doubt that's going to happen. Another player he's got back this week, man, is Austin Eckler. I don't know if y'all listen to um, Eckler's Edge, but he's big into fantasy football. He tries to draft himself in, in every league, but, you know, it never happens. So. Fuck no, I can't get Austin Eckler before me. Austin Eckler. It happen. Exactly. So, Austin Eckler's back. He's probably going to have a pretty decent game against Atlanta this week. I pray he doesn't, but he's projected 15 points, so. I'm sure he's going to live up to that. Keenan Allen's back, apparently, for Tyler. So, we'll see, you know, if he can stay healthy. If he can stay healthy. Yeah. Tyler's also got Philly's defense, and they're projected 8.5 this week, man. So, uh, man. it's uh, going to be rough. I I hope Keenan Allen stays healthy. He 
definitely has Great been player. one of my favorite wide receivers over the years. Mm-hmm. But just like Tom Brady, maybe it's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, not honest. I mean, not necessarily. It's just he just can't stay off of injuries. He's got a great quarterback over there now with Justin Herbert. He's got so many weapons around him. Mike Williams on the other side with him. They got that new receiver, Josh Palmer, which Levi just picked up in our league. I, and Levi's just out there picking up people I left say, he's him. I, I, literally everybody in the NFL. It's yeah. not funny. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. If, if he hasn't picked you up, it's probably because you got drafted by somebody and you're pretty damn good and he, we're not letting you go. But he's he's had the most moves I've ever seen in my life in fantasy. 50 moves and we're through half half a season, half a, season, half a fantasy season. So extra game this year. I love it. Um <laughs> But I guarantee it means extra moves for Levi. So, mm. woohoo. <laughs> yep. So, we're going to go ahead and cut it short, y'all. We're going to try to do another podcast later on this week. Maybe talk about some more matchups going into Sunday after. Probably do it Friday. Probably Friday evening. Don't know what time here in Florida. But we'll talk a little bit about, you know, Sunday's games and stuff and see what we think and maybe our predict, predict projections. On those games. We'll try to get Aaron in here. Fingers crossed on that one. If not, we'll try again some other time. We love to get special guests in here. But we love coming to you and bringing this podcast, like I've been saying, each week. We're trying to get some more equipment hooked up. Bear with us. Um, and appreciate Javen for creating this podcast and creating an Instagram page. And we'll, we'll shout that out, too, as well. So. Yeah, well, I appreciate Noel for doing this with me. Uh in all honesty, I asked my brother first because I wanted to have three three hosts on the show. And knowing him, he doesn't commit to shit. So thank God for Noah actually wanting to do this and committing. Yes, sir. Um, add the Instagram. Join the family. It's uh, t.o.d underscore podcast. And yeah, leave your comments. Only good ones. Just kidding. Even the negative ones. Um yeah, just join the family, man. It's a, it's a big family around here. We we keep it close. So yeah, and just let us know about your league and what your league's looking like. If you have any questions about who you should start, hit us up on the Instagram. Uh, shoot Javen or me a message, and we'll try to get back with you about that. But until next time, peace out, y'all.